Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. Joanne I'm, is chewing. I'm Joanne Reed. I'm eating a protein bar. So you're eating food now. I only did the um, master cleanse for four days. How'd it go? I lost four pounds. Pound a day. Which is good. <laughs> and it started it kicked up my weight. So I'm doing mm-hmm. the summer of fitness. Fitness summer. I Joy's like this. fitness summer. So you're going to be working out. I'm working out. What's the plan? And so what I'm doing is I'm doing it on my Instagram story. So I'm suddenly making myself accountable. Oh, I, I like figured, it. Right, if I bring my friends with me, it'll make me do it because I hate going to the gym. And so it motivates me to go in the gym because I know that I've created a story, like yeah. a storyline that people are going to be like, well, when's the next one? I like that. And actually one person is, I skipped two days because one day I had a whole day of work with a full day. Couldn't get in the gym. Next day I was in Chicago. And so when I didn't do two days, I got called out by somebody like, what happened to the um, fitness story? I was looking for it this morning. And I'm kind of competing with Reverend Al Sharpton because he does it every day. So I'm like, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to yes. post every morning. My workout. And so. Yeah, he's serious. With he's it. serious. I can't do five in the morning. I know that what he's doing. But what I'm doing is I'm every I'm going to the gym four days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ch- I'm counting my calories on this great free, which I love free mm-hmm. app called My Fitness Pal. Oh, yeah. Where I count my calories. That's good. And I limit myself to twelve hundred calories a day. I get bonus calories when I exercise. I love it. I have to drink at least, a, um, you know, like a liter of water a day. Plenty of water. That's good. No, I don't. I don't drink soda anyway. But I'm trying to change. I used to drink just um, sparkling flavored water. I'm trying to come off that and just drink water. Yeah. I hate water, but I got to learn to drink flavored it. Flavored water is the worst. It's actually not good for you. And well, sparkling flavored water has no sugar. And sparkling water has a lot of sodium. In it. I see. That's what I didn't realize. Yeah. Because I was drinking sparkling water. Cause I just don't like water. Yeah. So now I'm trying to just drink water. Yeah. So I'm drinking If you want to drink water, you can infuse it with cucumbers right. and grapefruit. Make it taste better. Make it taste lemon. But that's like a Jackie thing because I don't have time to Fresh infuse. Fresh basil, mint. <laughs> See, you would infuse because you're you. I don't infuse, Jackie. A, they have, I barely survive. They have a water bottle where you can put the just put the stuff in the bottom of the bottle, turn it, and put water in it. Where you get and the stuff. It just does don't it you have for to cut you. up the fruit? Oh my God! Who has time you have to cut up fruit? Three grown kids. <laughs> I, listen, I, you know I was complaining this morning on my Instagram story that, girl, I, why did I walk my dog this morning? I'm looking at Turbo like, listen, Turbo, little bastard. Why are you walking? Why the am dog? I walking the dog? It's like I got three, and they all here now because the third one came home from college. Yeah, it's like this three sleeping ass why grown don't children you wake in the house. Them up. A, why didn't the husband take that dog to the house where he's supposed to be instead of keeping him in the city where he does not like to be and we have to walk him so he's not going to stay. He's not going to be in New York anymore. Why didn't you wake up I should have woke him up because I was literally, you know, I think I'm like the Democrats now. You know, the Democrats are exhausted. (laughs) They're like, I'm just going to do it myself. Right. You know, did did I tell you, did I already tell you this? I hope I'm repeating myself. I'm getting old. The Democrats (laughs) are, clean your room. No, clean your room. No, clean your room. Mom, I know I'm tired. Clean your room. No, clean it later. Okay, I'm going to give you one hour to clean your room. I can't clean it right now. Okay, I'm going to give you two hours to clean your room. You're a white mother. And then the last one is, (laughs) clean your room. No. Okay, fine. I'll clean your room. (laughs) That's the Democrats. You are a white mother. I think I'm a white mother. You have become a white mother. I think I've become a white mother. Have you ever spanked spanked your kids? You took too long. (laughs) That's your problem. Girl... I think once. I think one of them did get a spanking one Oh, time. my God. But, 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 I mean, the thing is, it's true. We, I've raised my kids so different from it. Did you Phil give Amina, them time out? Oh, we didn't. Time out, I believe. Because I, I remember I worked in a preschool. What did you do when you punished them? Take shit away. No. no, I have literally <laughs> ripped the TV out, 
the unplugged the damn TV, took it out the room, and like they're like, when I get it back, you ain't getting it back. They Taking get it on phones. the computer. No, the, the, not when I not when I take the computer. No, I take everything. I I'm my taught my kids when they were very young the word confiscation. To they they will tell you to this day confiscation. So they were little, they knew what it meant. And this is why they don't walk the dog. <laughs> Confiscation. Confiscation. Unbelievable. I took their phones. I took their computers. I Girl, just took. I just take. You should have taken Sophia's advice. I should have went and got a switch because you know Philomena. Philomena would be like, not she wouldn't bother to get the switch because she's like, I worked all day long. You go get a switch. Girl, <laughs> and if mother, it wasn't big enough, go get another when one. I'm around. My mother does not make a move. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm like, you want this? You want that? I'll do this. I'll do that. That's my godmother too. You yes. going and you doing dishes? I'm working. <laughs> No, I try. I did. I did. I think the problem is our generation. I'm Generation X. We did make a mistake that we were trying to be like we're modern parents. We're not gonna like beat our kids and do. That was a mistake. Was I should have beat all their asses. They should have all beat got them. beaten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should have beat and them all. Harsher punishment. Harsher punishment. Girl, mm-hmm. three grown ass kids, and you gotta chop your mm-hmm. own fruit and walk your own dog. I don't chop. First of all, I don't have time to chop fruit. But you're right. I, if I want chopped fruit, they need to do it. Okay, yes. I'm, we're gonna change the whole game. It's Look too late you. now. It's too late now. <laughs> I don't know if you went in there and just beat them all. What if I just beat them? They would think I was so crazy that they wouldn't. Tell you. Sometimes when they were younger. If I really got mad at them, they weren't used to it. So if you really flip out, they're like, oh, shit, we better do what she said. It, it works. It does work when you flip out. Which is why they're not, they're walking. Their they're dog. not walking. <laughs> the dog. It did not work. It clearly, <laughs> it clearly did, didn't do it enough. It did not I'm, work. I, I woke up and I'm like, why the hell am I walking this little bastard? And he's looking at me like, let's go. I'm like, I don't want to walk you. I'm glad you at least did that because. Because he has to pee. And it's know. like, damn, if he's going to pee in my apartment. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Wait, we got to him. I put my glasses <laughs> on. <laughs> Gotta put my glasses put on. on Let's talk about the wine. We yes, are t- drinking. Give me your wine. Yeah, what are we drinking? No, no, let me talk about what we're drinking. Yes. Let me turn it's to good. it. It's like pink. It's pink and bubbly. This is a Patsagi. Mm-hmm. You know I'm dyslexic, so I can't mm-hmm. read words. Yes, you can. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so this is a vegan wine. Okay. Um, It's organic and it's vegan. Mm-hmm. It's It's part Merlot. Part Pinot Noir. I like this because it gave me a little buzz quickly. It's very buzzy immediately. I love it. it. It's savory. The style is savory, crisp, and clean, Mm. juicy with hints of citrus. like it. The nose, blackberries and black plums, strawberries. The mouth, blackberries and strawberries. Sweetness, fruity. He says it great goes great with vegan lasagna and garden salad. See? See how I'm bringing you into the world of veganism? Love it. <laughs> and of course, the wine and all these details came from the wine god, the wine Moselle, god. We love him. Uh, who has wine church on a regular basis every yes. Sunday and beyond. It's an educational wine home delivery service created by Moselle Watson, the wine god. Yeah. Each month, the wine god will send you four bottles of wine along with a personalized wine sermon, tasting notes, and food recommendations, just like what I read to you, mm-hmm. to help you understand wine and identify your palate. Yep. Join the congregation at Wines by Moselle. Dot com and if you use the promo code read for fifteen uh, percent, you can get fifteen percent off your three month subscription. And spell it right. You know it's R E I D. R E I D. Get it right. Go to it wrong. Wines by Moselle. M O Z E L dot com and uh, get mm. your life. Get 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 your get life. Your we love it, and life. our life with wine is better. I love it so much. Wine technically a fruit. It's kind of healthy. It's so good. Yeah. let me get your wine down miss jackie reed what's going on with you you know my wine down is that i'm (laughs) i hate to say this because you're gonna make fun of me 
but I'm really trying to get into my healthy best for the summer. I have a big announcement coming on June 11th. I'm not going to say what you it is. You get married? I'm not going to say what it is. Are you getting married? I'm not going to say no, what it is. I need to I'm not going to say what it is. I need to go. June 11th. Are you getting married? I have a big announcement coming. Jackie Reed, are you getting married? I Real, have a big talk. announcement. Turn the mic off. You get married? <laughs> I need to know. I know you're not announcing that on the show. June you better 11th, tell me if you get married. I have an announcement. There's something coming on June 11th, and we'll talk about it. So I'm Can, trying to prepare for it. Well, oh, my God. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm, I'm in the gym hardcore. You are getting married. I'm just like trying to be. I my cannot believe. Oh I'm my doing God! A detox tea every morning. You're getting married. I'm not gonna. I, okay, listen. so June 11th. I'm gonna be on book tour. By the way. <laughs> by the so way, if I were getting married, no, you I'm gonna I'm, I'm arrange my book tour around it. I will arrange my book tour around it. No, no, don't do that. It's just an you know I will. So it's a, you've, you've you've pretty much spilled that it is marriage. It is a wedding announcement. I have not said that. You kind of are letting it out. I did not say what that. What you're doing is implying that I'm it's a wedding. I'm saying that I have an announcement that's coming on June 11th. Wow. Follow me on social media for the details. Oh my God. Uh, Jackie. Okay, since you've made this announcement, can I make the announcement that my book is out? Please. Can yeah. I show it to you? Wait a minute. Why don't I have a copy of it? Why I don't I, even have a copy. Let me tell you what happened. You, I came in. Listen, Nina has you a, co- have a copy. She put it on I don't Instagram. even own a copy. So here's the funny thing about it is I got to work today, went this. into my boss, and she had a copy of it. I didn't even have a copy of it. I just got copies after new everybody book else. Smell. New it's book smell. It's like brand new book and smell. That, so that's the uncorrected proof. So my new book, which is called The Man Who Sold America, it's about oh. Donald Trump ruining the world. Um, and basically, <laughs> it, it, it has been, uh, what? Six months oh my of labor. This is part of the reason I don't sleep, part of the reason I don't have time, part of the reason I have no time in my day. Why you weren't working out. Yes, I was working on right. this book. Everywhere I've gone, we went to London, we went to South Africa. Everywhere I've gone, I've been working on this book. I've been going around doing research, doing interviews. And you've been updating it on because things have been constantly. Unfolding. We were supposed to close the book March first. You can't. We couldn't. We then had to get ex- extra extension till April. Our extensions have gone right almost to May. Are you done? Like if something happens, we're covered. If he's impeached, we're covered. The only thing that I can't do anything about is if Mueller testifies. If oh. Mueller testifies or Donald Trump is actually impeached, I, this book won't be ready. Oh but what we'll goodness. do is we'll just write another chapter. Like, we, we may have to, like, oh. put another edition. But what's exciting is this the is book exciting. really, right. And so what I was trying to do is basically create a history so that people can have a, a right now history of what we're going through and what he's right. done and sort of just to have it on record. So I'm so excited about it. Oh. And I'm we just recorded the audio book last You're week while I was master cleansing. Yes, I was talking to you one day it was when crazy. you were in the middle of that. Yeah, so that's coming out. So you guys are going to be able to pre-order the book this week weekend all my social media will have that on it starting tomorrow i'm so proud of you i'm, I'm so happy for you third book third book i actually have a, a couple of book ideas i'm trying to figure out whether i want to do nonfiction or fiction i have a oh. great fiction idea yes. but then i have a non a nonfiction idea you that focuses on veganism yeah i just have to figure out which one to do which first. one to do first well i mean okay so what would you do give me some advice. if i were you just because you are such an, a true advocate of veganism and i don't know i mean i think i've known of one other black woman who does a lot of stuff, mostly on Instagram, about vegan. Mm. And I know a lot of people who are curious about it. And really want a lot to switch. of people. Right, especially people who are trying to lose weight, people trying to get healthy, you know, people who are, you know, getting, uh, you know, into their little, you know, auntie years and want to, like, slim down and be cute. Yeah. And everyone I know that's been vegan has always felt the great health effects of it, yeah. the, the weight loss effects of it. So I think 
figuring out how to do veganism properly. Because remember I told you when I did it, I actually gained a little weight because yeah. I was eating so many carbs. Yeah. So I think a really great book from you would be to how to create. How to do it. How to do it. And like a how-to that kind of explained how to work it into your busy lifestyle because you're so busy. And so from I my think. perspective. A perspective of like how somebody in as busy as you can Figure work veganism out. in. I think that would be helpful. I, I really got to the point where it's very easy and I definitely want to share that. Okay. And tell people where to get them damn sprigs of garlic and, sh- and shit that you want us to put in Whole our food. foods. <laughs> Trader. I need to know Jones. where to get all the ingredients. Kroger. You'd be like, just find coriander. And I'm it's, like, I, I give up. I, <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know what it is. with you. <laughs> but right. if you did that, it would be really helpful. And I think a lot of people would want that. I think you should do it. I'm going to take your advice. Do it. Okay. Good stuff. Come all on. Right, so let's. Move on to topics, and let's uh, start with. I numbered them. Your page is not numbered. It's not numbered. We're gonna okay. start with. Hopefully, you guys know what that is. That it's is the Game, Game of Thrones theme. Oh, so can I tell you? A lot of people hated this last week's episode. Yeah, I saw a ton of hate for it on Twitter because the the episode before was so girl powered. It was Sansa stepping up. Yes. It was obviously Arya. Um, Arya being the hero of the yes. day. Everybody except really, honestly, Daenerys didn't and do really Danny, do shit. She didn't do nothing. She just rode a dragon. No. Um, so you you had a lot of the women, the red woman who came through in the clutch, even though she was horrible for the rest of the show. But she actually did something heroic. I'll never forgive her for burning. That I know girl she at burned that steak. baby, but Ever. she did try to come through in the clutch, and then you know got old and died. Um, so, but the <laughs> this, this, the episode, um, little lady Mormont, who's that's my girl, that's my girl, my killed little lady Mormont, yes. killed that giant with her I little know. self. But so, so there you was didn't a, like this episode. This episode felt like the opposite. Like the you can see, and I have to say this, even though I love Game of Thrones, I can tell it's not a diverse writing room. Just the way it operates. Oh yeah, black people. If you hashtag. Uh, Dim Thrones and Thrones, y'all. Hashtag mm-hmm. Thrones, y'all. Mm-hmm. You will see how upset black people were with this episode. With Melisandre of of being yeah. killed. And the thing is, that there's the casual way in which they've dispatched this, the only black woman character. Yeah. And the way that the show diminishes women as much as it builds them up, right? There was season after season where Sansa was just a rape victim. And it drove people. People were like, "Enough!" And I felt like towards the end, towards the end of Game of Thrones, that the creators tried to correct that in yes. Brienne and yes. giving Sansa power right. and Danny and they what created they tried these to do. powerful they women. To, but and they with, broke them in this last episode. They kind of took away all their power. Here's what I will say, and and I'm gonna say this as a black person, so I can say it, so y'all can do it. Say what you want to on social media. I don't say care. I don't care. Black people were upset during episode three, the big battle uh, for Winterfell. Because the Dothraki, yeah, they rolled them off the Sully's, all the soldiers of color were out there in front, right? Yes. Now they're upset because Missandei is dead. You know they killed her, mm-hmm. and she was one of the crucial characters of color. Why her, right? Grey Worm girl. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. there, I believe it's a fan theory that they are setting up Danny. To go in the same path of her father, who was the Mad King. I agree with that. They're driving her mad. So first they kill her dragon. Now they kill what was essentially her best friend. Yeah. Right? So they're setting up. So they they I see that they had to kill her, even though I was disappointed. I wish they I wish that when she said the chorus, that the like, dragon came out of somewhere and like, oh, yeah. you know, lit them up. But 
I, I see why they did that, but you know, oh, you knew it she was, was dead once they took her. I mean, and the thing was that, but who knew they took her? It was crazy how all of a clear. sudden they didn't make it clear. I don't like that kind yeah. of skipping <clears throat> in the plot. Yeah, he, and and that's the other thing that that I saw complaints about that they didn't they didn't give you a full storyline for her where she was right. taken you could see it right she was just sort of incidental to them like a throwaway character and she's not a throwaway character that's gray worm's love interest this is also gonna danny's make him best more friend from danny's the best very friend. beginning right and an important character because she represents the black tribes of humans that yeah. are out there yeah i saw a lot of people who were also upset that the sand snakes that whole world of dorn has vanished like yeah. dorn didn't ever exist you know all the other worlds have been accounted for but what the hell happened to dorn you know that one of the dornish princesses and the mom are captive where well, are they they could come back maybe they'll all come back. these fan yeah. theories out there we got two episodes left yeah there are but a they lot of fan theories out there this is one of the reasons that i really hope that this particular executive producing team really doesn't do that slavery show that they said they were going to do. Because they're not equipped. But there are also three spinoffs to this that are coming. Three spinoffs to the Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. A prequel, some other things that are definitely happening. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But let me tell you, let me talk about this fan theory that's got me really excited. Yes. That there are more dragons. Okay. Have you heard about this? No. Yes. There's the possibility. What? Now remember at the very... Did you see the... um, the kind of tea, the promo for uh, episode five? No. You're oh, yeah. on. Yeah, I did. Who's mm-hmm. on the ship mm-hmm. is looking up in the That's sky. That's right. He's looking up. And mm-hmm. something kind of startles him, right? right? Mm-hmm. He's seen dragons. Yes. He knows there's one because mm-hmm. he killed the second he one. He killed the second one. And so we're like, what is he seeing? Then we see uh, Tyrion walking in the cave, right? right? Where mm-hmm. the dragons were kept. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is going on? And... I don't. I, I don't know if it was Dragon, the the dragon that it remains. Yeah. Remember in season maybe three or four, I can't remember where it was, where that dragon kind of disappeared. Remember she had yes. had two in chains. The other one was flying around. Was flying around. They're saying that that dragon made more procreated dragons. in some kind of way, and that there are more dragons. I I do, this seems like such a stretch, but when I tell you, mm. I will lose my voice <laughs> if Screaming. I see another dragon. In addition mm. to Dragon. I, but that mm. is the theory out there. There are a lot of fan theories. Let me, I do a deep dive on this. I was dreaming about dragons the other night. I woke. I went to I sleep thinking about dragons. Yeah. I woke up thinking about just that there's only one left. Wouldn't you love to have a dragon? I would love to. I would love to have a dragon. Dracarys. Dracarys. I, I, I would, would burn so many things. I would burn so many things. I would burn so many things. But I'm excited. Only two episodes left. I can't believe it's almost it's over. It's almost over. But I think because there are prequels coming, people can handle it. I cannot handle it. You can't handle it? Because I don't know what they're going to do. It's not going to be the same characters. Right. I love so many of these characters. I don't know who's going to die, who's going to live. I'll tell you what I do, what I am excited about, though, is I am actually interested in the Targaryen story in the sense of the origin story of Jon Snow. Speaking of Targaryens, they're saying that um, Tyrion, remember how when he first approached the dragons, how Mm -hmm. they didn't attack? They're saying that his father could have raped his mother, who's also Cersei's mother and Jamie's mother, and therefore, that's why he's, he's an imp. Uh, well, I don't know if that has to do with his his body, right? But that he's not really um, a Lannister. Wait, that the that his father is not the Lannister he killed. Yes, but that a different person is his father. Yeah, well, that could be interesting too. I- 
And that's why his father hated him so much. Because he knew he wasn't his child. Because he knew he wasn't his child. Huh. There, let me tell you, there's so many and theories And the other thing around. that we've now heard is that we, the assumption now is that Cersei is making it obscure because there is still one powerful, badass woman left in the thing. She just happens to be straight up evil, Cersei Lannister. Her. And it's not clear now whether the baby she's carrying is Jamie's baby or this Huron's baby. By the way, what do you make of Jamie Lannister dissing um Brienne Brienne I know after he leaving her he got that booty and he got that booty only because he was being competitive he popped that cherry and then ghosted and then ghosted and Ello and did say goodbye to his dog he sure did oh and he was like it was weird because he he, it seemed like he was only competing for her with the wildling no 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 I just like he didn't want the wildling to get it Jamie if you've watched him over the past few episodes yeah he he has feelings for Brienne and he he's never cared about anybody else but Cersei and I think that he's now but I did not interpret that as him dissing her for Cersei I I interpret he's going to kill kill Cersei Cersei. hello I was like she didn't understand that she thought he was leaving her for Cersei he's like I got I got something to do unfinished business about to go kill that pregnant lady yes you know if he does that in Georgia, he's gonna go to prison for life. <laughs> Killing two people. Your state is crazy. Don't even get. We not even gonna talk about abortion crazy. in Georgia, girl. They about to lose. Um, Walking Dead. I, listen, Walking Dead is gonna go to New Jersey. But nine wait, billion dollars a year in in. I hope if Hollywood they all leaves, walk. You want them to all go? I hope they all. As a Georgia native, walk. you want them to as a Georgia leave. native. I hope Hollywood walks. They deserve Georgia. it. I'm so upset if about that. If any state ever deserved the boycotts, it's Georgia. It's Georgia. But at the they same don't deserve time, Hollywood. But at the same it. time, though, the good people, the people like your family, they don't also deserve to have to, to have lose their, jobs. Right. It's going to be lost jobs. But hopefully that will make the governor and the politicians who made this happen, this yeah. abortion bill pass, think again. He better never changes. try to show up on Hollywood sets and try oh. to be a part of it. Him and DeSantis don't in Florida, me miss me. Don't ever show up at anything. Don't go to Martin Luther King Day. Don't do anything. Just go away. Don't try to come to anything black. Don't try to come. Don't. Mm-mm. Can we talk about Tiger Woods real quick? Wait, your, wait, your wait, wait. Hold on. Let me just say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Cersei might not be pregnant. That might be a ruse. Oh, what, she's not even pregnant? That's a fan theory. Oh, right, because she's not supposed to, according to the witch, she's not supposed to have more than three children. Right. Either she's going to mm. die during childbirth, but right. she's even not showing that much. Right. So I don't know, but I just had to throw Ooh. that out there because mm-hmm. we got two episodes left, which are supposed to be extended. You know, beyond an hour. Yeah. It's going to be so good. But the big battle is next week. Mm. And then the last episode, mm. episode six, is supposed to be them deciding who's going to take the throne. I, I mean, honestly, who do you think should get the throne? I think it should be John and Danny together, but it's not going to be. can't marry your aunt. That's nasty. You just had twins. That's nasty, too. Procreating. Yeah, they but it's three nasty. Kids and mm. she's on the throne. You heard when uh, my boy, you know, um... The uh, what's his name? Barris said, "Is it customary to marry your aunt in uh, you nowhere?" Know what, but you know what would be nice, uh, but it's not going to happen. Tyrion and and Sansa, together, Tyrion and Sansa they're still be great. married. And also, by the way, come on through, Sansa. He's like, "Don't tell nobody." She's like, mm, "Okay," <laughs> and then no, she told not her only that, <laughs> but if if they had listened to her about going into battle, Should've listen to her. Would still have a dragon. Listen to Sansa still, and all those people. I mean, come either on. way, she needs to be the Lady of Winterfell and run that shit because she's the most competent. She's yeah. gone from being the most annoying in season one to the most competent and, and sensible. She's the only sensible one left. Bran Stark needs to step the fuck up. Please, Bran. You, ca- you can see the damn future and the past. And he ain't How doing about? nothing. He, he would... sits there looking off into the distance I like, can't. I'm not Bran anymore. Okay, then go away. We hate you. All right, um, let's talk about Step and Fetch It. Let's talk. 
<laughs> Listen, Let's... he is representing for the Cobblin Asian people. Can you just get respect the Cobblin Asians for a hot second? Tiger said he is not black. Back when he at told Oprah he is not black, he's Cobblin Asian. So he's not even hurting black people, really. I never word. claimed him anyway. But whether you're Cabalasian or Asian, black, whatever he considers himself, how can you as an American citizen not be offended by what is going on with this president? So much so that you're going to go to the White House and meet with him? Ask all the white um, Boston Red Sox people. They all went. And the funny thing about it is the white Boston, is, is there's been a lot of folks, we're going to talk about this on the show this weekend, of the black and black Hispanic, you know, Latino that didn't go. Why are people asking why the white players didn't stand up, stand with their Puerto Rican, black, Hispanic brethren? Don't they have an obligation to stand with their teammates? They should. I can't. I think that's unsportsmanlike. You're supposed to be a team. You're supposed to be a family. I but agree. you're just going to go to the White House because you just want to go? Is it really worth going to the White House with any president? I'll tell you right now. No. White House correspondence dinner, dead to me. Anything at the White House, dead to me. I'm not going. Why, he's in there? No. So if Trump reached out and said, listen, listen, Joanne. Go ahead, me. Listen, Joanne. <laughs> I want you to interview me. I want you to come to the White House. No. You wouldn't go? Uh-uh. I want to interview him. That's for sure. I might go to interview him, but I ain't trying to go to the White House if for a ceremony. You, if he said, you can interview me, but I need you to come to this event. No. You wouldn't do it? Nope. No. The only way that I would go to the White House is for a sit-down interview with no holds barred. Give me one hour mm-hmm. um, from setup to leave. Any question I want to ask, I'll sit down and interview him. That I would do. But I would never go to a ceremony, something, something um, that's supposed to be... Um, like the military parade and yeah, he said no. sit with me sit by me at the military no. parade and you can interview me no holds barred no. you can ask me anything no it's not worth it first of all an interview <laughs> with him is just gonna be incoherent anyway so no um I, I would never do any kind of a ceremony i would never stand with him in a ceremonial setting yeah the, i would never allow a photo opportunity between the two of mm-hmm. us i'm always shocked when the reporters who cover the White House and get lied to by Sarah Huckabee Sanders when she does bother to talk to them at all or bullied by her when she bothers or her predecessors bother to talk to them. And then when it's take your kids to work day, all these reporters are bringing their children Mm -hmm. to go hang out with Trump in the Oval Office. I'm shocked that any parent, especially those parents who know exactly what he is, Mm -hmm. would bring their children to go hang out with him in the Oval Office. And take pictures with him and whatnot. And become props in his propaganda. This man is an autocrat. Mm. Would you go to, you know, Duterte's? Uh, <laughs> would you go see Putin and hang out with him and get a photo up? This is crazy. Putin's no. pool party. Right. <laughs> and Trump, you know, Come Trump shirtless. will be right there. He'll be right there shirtless trying to get seen, get chose. Let's, let's talk about this royal baby. Oh, I'm Archie obsessed. Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. And it means, I think, most strong and brave son of Harry. And son of Harry. Bra- most strong Interesting and brave son of Harry. that they did not choose for him to have the title of prince. They declined it. Now, they had the he option will be to master. take it. Yes. Master Archie. And if he wants the title when he's grown up, he actually has entitlement to both Prince Harry's title, which is Lord, whatever Lord, whatever he is. Of Sussex. Of Sussex. Lord of, he can be Duke of Sussex. Right. And he can also be his, he'll be his royal highness either way. Well, when Queen Elizabeth dies, um, Prince Charles becomes the king. Uh, the king mm-hmm. And he will automatically 
um, Archie will automatically become a prince. Yeah. Because the his son is a prince, mm-hmm. and so the child of a son of a is king a is automatically yeah. a prince. But he, I, be, I first of all, the, I love Harry. I, I'm very open about the fact that I'm, I am, I am Team Harry. You are. And I love Harry and Meghan. I love their romance. I love how giddy he is about I when he know. sees her. He literally bounces when he talks about Did her. He's I am Daddy. Shirt, no. sweatshirt he had oh my on. God. No, he's so. I love the fact that their romance is so genuine and they're so happy, and that they actually are very present and they're yes. making decisions that's the the healthiest for them as a couple that's right. and as parents. Yes, I just let me tell you, if it were my parents, yeah, I would want that prince or princess title. You'd I'm sorry, yeah. I would want that. Well, I, well they, I'd be like, yeah. mom, <laughs> give it to me. I could have been. Well, he'll get it eventually, and and I love the fact yeah. that her black mama is right there in the photo with I the royals. I saw the picture that. Oh, it's glorious. And I love the fact that the Queen Elizabeth and, you know, I've never been a Prince Charles fan, hugely. But I love the fact that the royal family is embracing her. There's so much racism and hate that's happening. We don't see it Did you see the the radio DJ that got uh, fired in um, London for putting a picture out with them and having a monkey in place of the baby? How do you not know that that's just not okay? uh, People people can't... I think racism is like a a disease. People can't... It's almost like they don't know how to restrain themselves from it. They get so exuberant about it. And I honestly do think Trump has influenced really the world's discourse. He has. We've seen that in other ways. It's made people ugly and open. And, you know, there's a chapter of this Turning Point USA where the two chapter heads are screaming the n-word and saying Mm -hmm. f the n-word it's just it's an era where people feel like nazism is like something you can be in the open now you can do in the open but i think in england and in england we tend to think of them as class-based not race-based so people don't realize how much racism there really is there but there really is deep racism there as well that's why brexit happened brexit was a hundred percent about hating immigrants including polish immigrants that's why racism that's why this is crucial that someone like Meghan markle yes has She's revolutionary. A prince Absolutely. And it's I, I think it family. fulfills what Diana, what Princess Diana stood for, at least in my mind. Princess Diana was the one royal in that group that was like, no, I'm gonna hold this this African baby. She raised her boys yes. to do exactly And she Harry is Harry her to do exactly it. They're yes, both yes, were is. raised that way, but I think I don't see I see William as more in the dutiful tradition of the monarchy. Yeah, because he's he's, he's first in he line. He has to be, yeah. He well has not to be. first, but after his father, yeah. he's next in line. Yeah. He has to be. He has to be. More so. So I mean, even I mean, with Harry's the photo free of op, it. Harry's much more free. I mean, come on. He's like sixth in line. And he's like Margaret. So, you know, if you ever watch The Crown, which is an amazing show you should watch. So good. Yes. The the younger sister is freer. Yeah. Even though the sister tries to restrict her and who she marries and everything. Right. When you're not in line for the crown, you don't have the burden. You can just be yourself. And Harry's yeah. had the luxury of being able to be free and be himself. And he chose this, you know, American divorcee. Mixed race woman. Mixed race woman who's older than him and who's all these black. things who shouldn't have been. Black, black, blackly black. And it's just... <laughs> black, 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 black. And I love it. I'm here I love it too. for it. And I love that she opted not to take the photo the day the baby was born. Like, yes. Um, Princess Kate did. I love that they made that option. They're like, we're going to do what we want. To have a private yeah. situation. Yeah, but they, like I said, they're like, he's like sixth in line to, That's the, right. to the throne. And they so do, do use that. their own Instagram to publicize the things they're doing. They're very independent of I'm the I'm not crown. crazy about the name Archie, though. You're not crazy about it? No. It'll grow on you. At first, I was like, Archie, because it's like a comic to me. But yeah. I think it's cute. I mean, a baby named Archie is automatically cute. I me. wanted it to be Spencer. 
Oh, uh, Princess Diana's maiden name. Aww. I wanted it to be Spencer. I thought that that would have been. They said that that would have been too obvious, but they, it was one of the names that they were considering. Yeah, and I thought that that would have been lovely. Spencer. But he does have dual citizenship. He's His dual American citizenship, citizen. baby. That's and that's it. Him shoot. That's an exit strategy. I know. <laughs> uh, let's <laughs> Which move. means he has to pay taxes. Coming yes. up, we have a very special guest coming to the Read This, Read That studio. A friend and fabulous, fabulous person who was at a thing. I'm quite envious just a bit. I know. We got to figure out how to go to the Met Gala. How can we get to the Met Gala, Jackie Reed? I will do the theme. Got to so figure it out. The daughter and I have, we, we were coming up with all of the things that we would have done to be, you know, she's an artist. So yeah. we would have gone, I would have gone in camp, on that theme, camp, honey. Camp. You know what I would have wanted to do? If I had yeah. had the opportunity to go to the Met Gala, I would have channeled. Busta Rhymes from the early 1990s. Remember how he used to always be the Mad Hatter with the big hats? And yeah. that era of hip-hop was so creative. Yeah, I would have gone in that direction. That yeah. early hip-hop where they were just freewheeling and campy and fun. Yeah, hmm. I would have gone there. You could have had turntables where you were mixing. <laughs> and just a big-ass hat. Yeah. Just a hat that's huge. Yeah, it's hard to interpret that, but our next guest will help us break that off. She will do it. What's greater than finding a gas station in the middle of nowhere? Knowing that less trips to the pump means less creepy encounters thanks to your all-new 2020 Corolla Hybrid. The first ever Corolla Hybrid with up to 53 city EPA estimated MPG is a game changer. With standard features like sport mode, honeycomb mesh grille, and an 8-inch touchscreen display, it's more than just another hybrid. The Toyota Corolla Hybrid is sleek, fun to drive, and greater than ever. 2020 Corolla Hybrid EPA 53 city, 52 highway, 52 combined MPG estimates. Actual mileage will vary. All right, cousin. Right now, we have a very special guest yes. here. She is a friend to both of us. We the Queen her. Bevy Smith, of course. She's a television personality, yes. businesswoman, hostess with the mostest. Harlem girl. Yes, Harlem girl. Uh, she, you can find her on page six right now. Mm-hmm. She's a host there. She also is a host of Bevelations on Sirius XM Radio True. with Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and not with Andy. Solo. Not with, no, but it's on his um, Radio Andy. Radio on Radio Andy. Andy. It's my own show, oh, Bevelations, my darling. It is, it is, she is the solo host yes. of Bevelations, which yes. is why it's called Bevelations. That's Hello. correct. And not Andy and Bevelations, or Bevelations and Andy. It just happens to be on Radio Andy. He's That's just lucky right. enough to have it on his Come network. on and tell him he's so lucky. He's blessed. Blessed and highly favored. Well, welcome. <laughs> we saw you, young lady. Well, welcome to Read This, Read That. Yes. First um. First of all. The honoration in the dancery is just like one, <laughs> one million. Not the dancery. She brought the dancery. Which is one of my favorite words <laughs> right. ever. Except that song I don't like. Holleration. You know, Why? I don't like this song. It's the one song she ever made, and I, I practically worship this What don't this you woman. like? It's just the one the song lyrics? of hers I don't like. I just don't like the song. Let's get it crunked up on the uh-uh-uh-uh in this dancery. Mm-hmm. No, you're not buying it. No. no. It's, the, it's the, the only song she ever made that I don't like. But you have to respect the fact that she created dancery. But dancery, I like. Yes. Now I'm Come with on. dancery. Come on, everybody. You're with the dancery. Separated from that song. I love it. Right. Yes. There yeah. you go. She there you go. created Lingo. She did. She really did. Gotta mm-hmm. love Mary J. Love you, And she you, did not gonna cry and had everybody in tears. Let me tell you. She could do a song. She didn't cry, but we cried. We cried. We cried. Yeah. yeah. So there was that. Well, she gives us the songs that makes us emotional. She does. She does. I, a so concert with her is like she's on the Tom Joyner Morning Show cruise about three years ago. I'm telling you, all the women in unison, it was just like an emotional, therapeutic yeah. experience mm-hmm. being in the audience of her yeah. show. And it oh, was totally. right on the heels of 
the divorce from Kim and all that stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, and so to me, and I had a chance to tell her this. I had a chance to tell her this at the at the Nan Awards that to me she is our generation's Aretha Franklin. Oh yeah, because Aretha mm-hmm. used to have that ability to pull, go in and pull out your soul yes. and the emotion yes. and all yes. of her travails. You could feel them through her music. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what you didn't know specifically what she was going through, but her music was so emotional. Mary J is the same way. She Emotional. does that, but she does it in a way where she can pull in. She can entertain and pull in and touch queens as yes. well as girls, you know, from round the way. Yes. Yes. Mary yes. J has a way but of speaking to But it starts with the round the way girl for yes. Mary J. Blige. That's right. That's who she is. Your now nails she, are cute. Thank you. These are still my Matt Galen nails. I'm looking at them like, I'm going to pop these joints. <laughs> who, who did your nails? I went to, uh, well, I had, okay, so y'all know I did all black everything. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. My nails are Latinx, though. It's Dominican girls, um, Jackie and Q from Nail Bar in the Bronx. Mm. Ah. They came and did my nails, um, and it was amazing. They yeah. have actual nubs, so as in a nail biter. Yeah. So what they did was they built the nail, mm. and then they did all of the moments. They're what gorgeous. is that, like a gel, or what is it? They used the powder. They okay. actually shaped it and okay. such. My mom they does built that. The nail. She loves the powder. They built the, the powder. nail. I love oh, it. No, the, the powder is everything. Yeah. It's hard to get well, off, not though. the yayo. Yeah. Cocaine or anything. We're oh, <laughs> not talking about that. We're talking about not, the powder for your powder. nails. Thank yes. you. Well, we, we are upstanding women. We do. You we do. do. These at, let's talk about that. We Met gotta Gala. talk about that. You looked amazing. Gala. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Trump, douche. Same thing. <laughs> I don't know. Same thing. You looked amazing. Oh, you were all black. Yes. All black, oh, everything. And gorgeous. Gorgeous. Who did you wear? a guest of Dapper Dan. Oh, I was. I was a guest of Dapper Dan. So it starts with my Dapper. So I get a call from Dapper Dan, um, and he says, Queen, he calls me Queen. And he should. As he should. <laughs> Queen, I want to invite you to be my guest at the Met Gala. And I say, Dap, that is so sweet. I love you so much. I said, so you should know this. I used to go to the Met Gala when it was a fashion event. And now it's a celebrity event. Not that interested, but if you will allow me to have a black woman design my gown, I said, I want you to do my cape. So, okay, so here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I used to work in fashion. So everything I do, even though I'm no longer in that business, I, I do it through the prism of fashion. So I was very well aware that the theme was camp because when it was announced almost a year ago, I was aware of it. Yep. And I had already had ideas in my head about what people should be wearing. Not mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. but what people should be wearing because, as you guys know, I do fashion commentary on TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I already knew. When he invited me, I was like, oh, I need a cape. Like, literally, <laughs> as soon as he said, You're, yeah. I'm inviting you, I was just mm-hmm. like, well, clearly one needs a cape. Right. Yep. One's going to do camp. Because mm-hmm. you immediately think about Liberace and his cape. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so there's that. Mm-hmm. And I said, but. The way I want to go, Dap, is that I want a black woman to create my gown. Mm. Now, traditionally, so, um, d- designers do a head-to-toe look. So Michael Kors, when he did the lovely Tiffany Haddish's look, that's a head-to-toe Michael right. Kors creation. Right. Christian Siriano, uh, the designers traditionally do head-to-toe. Right. So when I asked Dap for that blessing to let me have a black woman create my gown, and he says yes, that's a very big moment in fashion history. Yeah. Because he's now saying, I don't mind a collaboration on the biggest, most international stage of fashion for the year. 
So she had to collaborate with him because he was the designer that was invited. Do you he, know what I mean? She had, so Dap graciously let her up in his house. Okay, okay. Okay, because we were in Dap's house. Right. Yeah. And Dap said, you can come on in, and I'm not only going to fix you a plate, I'm going to give you a bed. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I wanted to put out there, how gracious Dap was. Second thing I asked him was, I said, babe, I just want Dapper Dan. I don't want any GGs on me. I don't want any bees. I don't want any tigers. I don't want any, you know, any of that. Anything that screams Gucci. Anything that screams Gucci. He said, my queen, fine. So me and Kim, so then the next call, I leave. I then I go in and see Dap. Mm-hmm. And when I go in and see Dap and talk to him about everything, because I wanted to have a real clear-cut conversation with him. Because even though he said, yes, my queen, I was like, do he really understand what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying is, basically, I just want Dap or Dan on me, and I don't want to be a part of any Michigash. Right. So I went in to see him, talked to him, told him my point of view. I got you, Queen. So then, once he said, I got you, Queen, mm-hmm. I called Kimberly Goldson, okay. a Project Love Runway her. fame, yes. who I've known and mentored for about 20 years. Really? Yes. So here's the thing. Kimberly's not known for gowns. She's no, known for, for pantsuits. Yes. Kimberly is, I would say, probably a minus zero. Mm. Right? She's very tiny. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a oh, long time. Oh, she's a very, very tiny girl. Yeah. And she... um. So, you know, what I'm asking her to do is out of her wheelhouse. Yeah. She doesn't do gowns, and she does not do curvy. Mm. But I'm like, a great designer is a great designer. They can do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to give my baby, someone who I've mentored for so long, an opportunity to do this. Now, mm-hmm. I know all the big designers. And I know a lot of the big black designers. Like, B. Michael, like, if, if honestly, if Kimberly had not been available, I would have went straight to B. Michael. Because B. Michael B. Michael is my, be- my baby. I love him. He's the Alpha and Omega. And if it's good enough for Ruth Carter to win an Oscar in, mm-hmm. it certainly would be good enough for me to win, uh, go and get a Met Gala situation in. So I make the call to Kimberly. She says yes. She's got a lot on her plate, but she says yes, Mama Hollywood. She calls me Mama Hollywood. She mm-hmm. says yes, Mama Hollywood. And then from there, we just start going. And then I decide I want everything to be black. Yeah. My manager, Ryan Tarpley, tells me that he knows a black woman who does shoes. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to get black people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. Her name is Tiana Barnes. Say their names. And she oh, does my beautiful yes. Well, she makes she beautiful shoes. shoes. Yeah. Beautiful shoes, Italian leather, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. She does my shoes. I meet, I'm at the Diana Ross concert for the opening of the Edition Hotel. And a young, beautiful black man comes up to me and starts chatting with me. It turns out he is a perfumier. He sells at Bergdorf Goodman called Chris Collins Fragrance. I say to him, I'm going to the Met Gala. I want you to do my fragrance. Hmm. I ain't never smelt it, but he's in Harlem. He has a fragrance called Harlem Nights. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I figure if it's sold at Bergdorf, it can't be no crap. Right. Okay. Yeah, hello. Just take a chance. I'm like, okay. you're going to do my fragrance. Love that. And then um, your girl, um, Miss Cedar's um, Miracle Butter, um, that is uh, what is her um, her daddy was um Butch Lewis, right? Um, wait, Cedar Lewis. Wait, wait. Oh yes, yes, yes. She Butch did Lewis. my lotion. Really? She did my lotion. Oh, I haven't seen her in a long I time. I told you it's all black. Yeah. What up, my crown? Anthony Maxwell. Mm-hmm. And then I got my my the person who did my hair, Shelly Mosley. I've known since she was seven years old. 
Wow. She's from my block. Wow. And I used to see her, <clears throat> and she was a fabulous little girl with a fierce old stank attitude, and I just loved her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she became my hairstylist when I was on Fashion Queens. Wow. So I, I had to, I flew her out, because she lives in L.A. Right. Flew her out to come and do my hair. Yeah. My makeup, done by Mimi Kamara, a black girl from um, Ghana, I want to say. One, a, a fabulous African. No, Sierra Leone. Right. From Sierra Leone who I met at the Mac counter on 125th Street wow. about 12 years ago. Wow. So my idea was not just about having black designers and everything, because you can get black people that are very prominent. Like my friend Vernon um, Francis, um, who does Lupita, you know, Dickie Rules, who's done everybody. You can get a Pat McGrath. Who, you can get, we're, we're in these rooms. Yeah. yeah. And Tracy we're doing Reeves. prominent things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get the 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 unknown uh, the unnamed soldiers, yeah, right? yeah, the people that toil and the people that I knew could step up mm-hmm. from the opportunity into into the opportunity yeah. and would slay it. And then they slayed and they it. Slayed yes, it. they yes. did. And props to yes. you for putting all that together for not thinking this is my opportunity. Let me go this way. Let me go to this. Ta ta that ta da. But but thinking strategically, I'm going to create a moment for so many other people around me. This It wasn't just your moment. Well, because it wasn't my moment at all, actually, Jackie. Mm. It was not my moment at all because, honestly, it does nothing for me to go to the Met Gala. Yeah. No? Nothing at all. I've been there and I've done that. And what do I get out of it? Hmm. As like So people that have never been, I, I think it would have been, oh, I would have been like, I, I raised my hand. I would have been like, I would have ah! been like, oh my God. Well, can you explain? Because for a lot of people, I mean, I, it gave, first of all, can I just say, you looked amazing. And I Thank love you. all those designers. You looked gorgeous. And, and the whole event just gave me life because it's been such a depressing three years. And it's like everything is so negative and dark. And this was a moment of brightness and vibrancy. And it was so black. There was, was so black. many. I just, I was trying to pull up. You, you saw me furiously going through my phone trying to pull up. The little tweet I that you I were tweeted. Sexting your husband. Um, you know, listen. Uh, it's not his birthday. Why were yet. there so many black people? Billy this Porter, year? Laverne Cox, um, Sierra, Lupita, Tessa Thompson, was Carly Billy's B. First time. It Gina was Laverne's Hall. first time. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, but there were a lot of people. Tiffany that were Haddish, first time Tiffany was there. Haddish, Lupita mm-hmm. Nyong'o. Um, and who else came with Dapper Dan from Power? Oh, my Reg- my Regina Hall came with Dapper. Janelle Monae was amazing. She was Her amazing. outfit was phenomenal. Zendaya, uh, Zendaya Tracy was incredible. Ross. Tracy yes. um, Ellis Ross was yes. incredible. Um, it I was think, so many black people. Why were there usual? so many black people? Yeah, this I think year. that there were a lot of black people because I think that. Based on the based on the racist things that happened in fashion this year, mm-hmm. and there were so many, and there were so many personal affronts to us, I think that I think that they realized they had to open it up. I also believe that at the end of the day, people are starting to get the memo that urban culture is pop culture. Mm. But so isn't that we, what camp is all about? Isn't isn't that something that started? Well, I mean, we are a very big part of the. We should be a very big part of the camp conversation. But as I pointed out on my Twitter feed, mm-hmm. there were actually no black references in most of the camp stories that were put out. Right. And as soon as I said that, Teen Vogue, not, they didn't do it in response to me, but Teen Vogue actually had a full article devoted to black campiness. Mm-hmm. But before that, every article that you read referenced Susan Sontag's yeah. epic um, essay called Notes on camp. 
yeah. um, which referenced one person of color, and she was a Latina woman. So yeah. it had nothing to do with black people. Well, you saw Lena nope. Waithe wore hers on her back. She oh, was yeah. like, I'm going to put this. She wrote it yes, right on her back. Yes. That came, that came was, that from was black drag queens. That was Pyre Moss design. It was incredible. When I saw it in the in the gala, I just was like, we just hugged and everything. So the, the other epic part about it was this. I go, I'm in a lot of these kind of rooms. Um, And, you know, for me, this was just really quite lovely full circle moment because... When I go, I go out to LA every every Oscar season, mm-hmm. and I do the run. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I call it the run. Right. And you do all the big events. Right. And I do a lot. I used to do a lot of the big white events, but there's this wonderful thing that has happened now. We have a lot of FUBU going on. It's a lot of forced bias events. Yeah. So we have Commons event. We have Essence and Black Women, Black Women in Hollywood event. Mm-hmm. We have a Macros event. We have. Um, um, Uptown Magazine's event. We have uh, uh, so many events that are put on by us, for us. And what's wonderful is I think that something has really kind of shifted in the collective black space is that we no longer are currying favor from other. Once upon a time, you would have never seen Regina Hall or Spike Lee at all of these black events for the entire night because they were nominated for Oscars. So they're quite busy, darling. And there's like 10,000 white events that are wanting to fet them. You know what I mean? They're wanting to... And their agents and PR reps. And and people are telling them to go. Yes. Yeah. But now all of a sudden you see Regina King not passing through, sitting... For the entire night. You see Spike Lee. You saw Ruth Carter. You saw Mahershala Ali. You saw all of our all of our nominees just there, present. Wow. And so when I get to the Met Gala this year, because, okay, believe it or not, guess what? I remember one year I was at Vibe Magazine and I went, and guess who we took? Y'all going to gag. Who? We took Keisha Cole to the Met Gala. Okay. Really? Did her mom go too? (laughs) (laughs) Frankie was not there. You know there's very few people that get a plus one. So Frankie was not there. But my point is this. You know, before it was like, and then it would be like Usher performing. And it would be like, you know what I mean? What changed? What changed is they finally realized that urban culture is pop culture. We moved the whole entire needle. And if we're not in the room, then the room ain't popping. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so back some years ago when you invited well, I Keisha went, Cole. The last time I went to a Met Gala was probably 15 years ago. 15 really? years ago. The Can last time. So when did it become this affair? celebrity what event? Like, what was the shift? Right. When Anna Wintour and Vogue took over, she made it very, okay. very, very, she decided to make it a spectacular. Mm-hmm. Because it, before it used to be very insular. Can you explain it was, what it is? I'm, I'm sorry to be okay, the noob so, here. What, so, is, the, what um, is the mix? So it is a benefit event for the museum for the museum of um for the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Got it. So they have a costume institute wing, mm-hmm. um division, and basically there was this iconic um, fashion editor by the name of Diana Vreeland. Okay. Who actually um decided that she wanted to kind of take over the Costume Institute, but there was no money to repair garments. Okay. Because they have things from the 
you know, 1800s, 1700s. These are very fragile things. They have to be uh, dealt with in a very precise kind of way. They have to be, uh, you know, mended in a very precise way. It costs thousands of dollars to maintain one garment from something that's 300 years old, as you can imagine. Um, so she decided to take over the Costume Institute, and then she got there and realized, oh, I ain't got no money to do nothing. I mean, I can't barely, you know, show these clothes because they're in such bad condition. And I certainly can't afford to buy new clothes for right. the collection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she decided to put on a Met Ball hmm. to actually raise money. raise money for the Costume Institute. And that's mm -hmm. how it started. Because so originally it used to be socialites and fashion people. So that's when I went. It was like Got all it. the hoi polloi of New York City's blue bloods, lots of white folks, very... La, la, la. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the way it was for a long time. And then Anna Wintour, and celebrities would come, but they were not the main event. Yeah. The celebrities were currying favor with the with the designers and currying favor with the socialites. Mm. Okay. And now it is a celebrity-driven extravaganza. You think that's a bad mm. thing? I, I mean, you know, I don't think it's a bad or a good thing. It just is what it is. I mean, you know, we're living in a space right now where... You know, celebrity moves everything around you, not cash. You know, the Wu-Tang, I love them, but they're wrong. Cash doesn't rule everything around you anymore. Yeah. It, it yeah. really is celebrity that rules it. That yeah. is so true. Because, you know, you can be, you know, rich, but if you ain't famous, you can't even get a restaurant reservation. Yeah. yeah. How hard is it to get a ticket to the Met Very, Gala? very hard. You have to be invited by someone. And then even once you're invited, you have to be approved by Mrs. Wintour. Mm. Her, like each so individual. single person has And that's to hundreds of people. I guess maybe a thousand. Is it? Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's I know it's several room. hundred. And I yeah. noticed when I was watching that on, at least on Eden, it was kind of annoying. My daughter and I were watching together. Um, your 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 dog walker. I know. Don't your say dog her name. Sitter, who I'm not supposed to say her name. Um, was we were watching it. Together. It was annoying us that E. You know, no shade to E, but they were staying on only some people and they weren't showing us everybody. And everybody they stayed on, they were mentioning who sponsored them. Is there a reason why the sponsor is being mentioned? Is it that you can only go if you're sponsored well, by... Well, you need to sit at a table. Okay, so whoever sponsors the table, that's who you sit with. Yeah. Got and it. They put a, and they give you the garment. Oh. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the designers have all the tables. Yeah. And they basically... Yeah, give... designers and um, brands. And, yeah. And then there's, of course, some socialites that still buy tables. Yeah. What yeah. happens inside? I heard Cher performed. What's Cher it like? performed. And some people change clothes. Yeah. Well, I was going to change for the after party. But y'all was tired. And I had to do Wendy Williams in the next day. So my car was coming at 7.30, child, so I couldn't do it. <laughs> child, I was like, okay, fabulous. Going home now. <laughs> where do people um, change, though? Is there a place where you can change? I mean, you know, they showed that video of Katy Perry changing in um, the bathroom. Well, Lady Gaga changed right there on the red carpet. Four yeah. times. She was changing yeah, four, four times. times. Yeah. 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 But she didn't amazing. beat Billy Porter, though. I love Lady Gaga, and I actually loved her outfits. I thought they were gorgeous. I did too. And every one was an interesting reveal. But Billy Porter, I'm sorry. That was he has Billy changed Porter's the game. first Met Ball. Amazing. Was it? And, yes, it was. Amazing. And he was resplendent. I mean. But the the, uh, the the category called for Billy Porter. It it absolutely did. 
absolutely. I think when you Billy, say yes. when the category is open to camp, yes, yes, yes. I mean, who's supposed to? Come it's like a dog dripping? whistle That's for him. Hello. It's like he right. <laughs> called him up. They but him so right there's up. an exhibit at the Met now. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's based on this theme. Yeah, notes on camp. Yeah. So that's and the it's thing. Quite fabulous. Yeah. You walk through. Yeah. Before you get to the dinner. And pe- a lot of people don't realize that. They yes. think the Met Gala is it, but there's this whole no, exhibit. No, it's, it's in service to this exhibit. Right. And to the exhibit. Right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Who um, did you notice on the red carpet aside from Billy Porter that was just like, yes, they nailed it? Because let me ask you this, because a lot of times it, I shouldn't say it frustrates me, but I'm disappointed a little when people don't hit the, the mark theme. when it comes to the theme yes. when they just dress up and come yeah there was one lady that? in a prom dress i'm sorry that don't mean to be mean but there was one lady who just, some people just had on beautiful dresses i they feel like katie perry went too far in the costume oh yeah direction, i mean but you know she wore jeremy to. scott and he is the new king of camp so i i would disagree okay. um that that she went too far i i think that I loved she her lampshade. I thought her whole thing. I thought the whole thing was quite fabulous. Yeah. I thought her as the burger was fabulous. When I yeah. saw her inside the gala, she was a lettuce wrap. It and was and what I noticed about her, but but that's what Jeremy <laughs> Scott does. Rap. Okay. He does costumes. That, no, but that's he does those kind of looks. Okay. But he is the personification of camp. Like his every single collection he's ever done is camp. Is camp. So I mean. I'm so like, as a fashion bravo. insider, I'm like bravo. It hit the and mark. Janelle Monae, Janelle Monae, she was the Mad Hatter, and she had yeah. all the hats. Yeah, the guy. I love Janelle Monae. She was I gorgeous. She was yeah. was and I want to say, was it Ezra Miller that yes, had the, all eyes? the eyes? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Just and let's gorgeous. not forget Cardi B, who oh, I thought B. was fabulous. She was gorgeous. Cardi B. And she wore Tom Brown, which is a, a traditionally a men's wear designer. Um, a very conservative men's wear. No, not no? conservative. Because remember Tom Brown is the guy who does all the high waters and he does all the shorts. Like, what was that? LeBron James? Was it LeBron? No, who no did all it the shorts? was um, G- Gabrielle Union's. Okay, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. So that's who Tom Brown is. He So he's not conservative at all. I feel like that's still conservative, even though I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, no, um, but with a, the color, Amanda it seems like a traditional. A, bank can't wear a Tom Brown suit. Well, yeah. What was also annoying, too, was all the men who were just in a, a tux. It was boring. It's like, can't they be camp, too? If Billy Porter they can, can do be, it, they can. But can't. you know what, child, listen. Let me, I'm going to tell you a story. If I had not been going with the idea of getting all these amazing people pressed, yeah. I wouldn't have done all of that. Because I would have been going to enjoy myself. Right. right. Strictly. Right. I did all of that. I do not like glam. I fuss and yell about getting glam. Every day that I have to get glam. I don't mm. like it. I have beautiful skin. I don't like to wear makeup. Really? See, that no, is, okay, that's a revel- That's a bevelation. That's a bevelation. I, I don't it like is. to you wear makeup. You don't like to sit for glam? You don't I like do the time like it takes? I do not like to sit for glam. That's why, you I would know, not have I've been that. doing on my, ma- on my weekends, I've been taking out my own natural hair. Mm, I've been washing You have it, been. And I've been having my little afro, and I've just been going out with face and letting the world see this face. So imagine five hours uh, yeah. getting trussed up yeah. and, and doing all this experimental crazy stuff. And I got to tell you, I pushed my team, but I also pushed myself because I realized it was camp. Right. So camp is not about being pretty. So a lot of people, for me, the people that upset me pretty. the most, That's mm-hmm. it. Jackie, were the people that were pretty. Yes. 
camp yes. is not supposed yes. to be pretty. Kim Kardashian's mm. little sisters. I'm sorry to call them out, but they would they looked gorgeous. But there was nothing camp about that or Kim Kardashian. They looked like dress. they looked like they were Vegas beautiful. Show. No, 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 no. Now nah, I will say, you think Kim to was me, camp? Camp, Kim is camp because her body is exaggerated, and that's yeah. that's might be. That and her camp. look, that whole water that thing. No, no, not the water. You don't think? Because she did that on the magazine body. cover. I just thought the body was camp. Yeah, she was a First Barbie. First of all, she. I was behind her. The waist was literally, I want to say, maybe, maybe 16 inches. She had a waist center on. She right? had on. And she, she talked about it. She had on a corset, a corset a- by an m- amazing man by the name of Mr. Pearl. Google Mr. Pearl, Google Mr. Pearl. and you will gag because Mr. Pearl makes the best corsets globally for all the most high-end designers. Really? Mr. Pearl's corsets Ooh. cost thousands of dollars oh, alone. Gorgeous. Mm. But did you see Mr. Pearl? Oh, my now, God. Google look at Mr. This Pearl, way. baby. Is this... Did you see Mr. Pearl? Girl, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Come on, Mr. I Pearl. Just, oh, my okay. God. Look at so that So Nina, waist. our producer, just pulled up the same. And by the way, Nina is quite a fashion plate. Our yes, little she is. Producer. She you really? Her Instagram gives me lives. I'm like, where's she uh, going in that gorgeous outfit? She's yeah. like stylish. Look, her yeah. Instagram uh-huh. Her Instagram is life-giving. She's a Holly Pocladi. Yeah, She's a little Muslim girl. Mr. Pearl, the waist also skinny. Mr. Pearl. So that's Mr. Pearl. And he does. He does all the big, all the big design houses, all the big European design houses. He himself is obviously a client Clearly. of his own brand. Clearly. He does Dita Von Teese, the famous Bolet ah, star, ah, who it. also is known for a wasp waist. Yeah. That's what's that, is that what they that's call that? A wasp called, waist. A wasp waist. It looks uncomfortable. Uh, well, it is, darling. Yeah. But it's beauty, It's ribbed. It's exaggerated, darling. It's camp, darling. She was very exaggerated because she has that huge behind. And, and boobs. And big boobs. And, and tiny, little, tiny, tiny waist. waist. Yes, yes. So she was camp. So I guess that's camp. You're right. I'll give there it to her. Know. But her little sisters were just pretty. I know. Beth look like Vegas show. Beth and Hardison was on the red carpet, and she was telling all the reporters that she stopped to talk to your camp. That's camp. She was like, just being yourself is camp. Yeah. So I it can be interpreted in so many it's, different it's ways. Very, it's very in the eye of the beholder. Who yeah. was the lady who was in the short dress who was getting dragged to hell on Twitter? She had like a short dress. It was pretty. She had long legs. White there was some actress who was just getting destroyed on Twitter because she basically wore a cute short dress. Mm, well, they t- they tore up when the Paltrow, she on the yellow nightgown. Remember? Oh. The pale yellow nightgown. I didn't see Gwyneth. Gwyneth. But Gwyneth seems yeah, to me like she should have the personality to pull. She's so skinny that you could put her in something. I mean, you know who I missed on that red carpet? Who? Who? Freddie Mercury. Jessica Parker. Sarah she Jessica wasn't Parker, there, yeah. right? I'll tell Why? you that. I missed her. Yeah, Why was she, she there? She would have done it. I cannot tell you. But <laughs> why not? You know who I miss? Can I tell you though, Wait, baby? Oh, I'm why sorry. Why wasn't she there? I cannot say. She's not going to tell us. There was a reason. Mm-hmm. A Ooh. good reason. Yes. Tea. Can you give us a little reason. tea? Can you give us a tea? I can't even give you any tea. Not even tea. But you know, I sat with her the night, the two nights before the, the Met Gala, and she told me why. Because she's oh. a staple. No, she's a fashion. But she's, she's a, a she fashionista, goes and she goes every year. And she slays every year. Every year. She slays every year. Every year. Shout out to SJP. She's epic, and I love her to death. So she was missed. She was missed. Lupita was awesome, too. I'd love to know why. But I have to say that watching that thing made me wish that certain people who've passed on into the next world were still alive. If Freddie Mercury was alive, oh my God. if David Bowie was alive, yes. and if Prince was alive. Those are the three yeah. people I miss the most. But the then, you know what? I, I'll tell you this, though. You just named three people who were camp every day, all day. They so, were camp every day. So 
Not really. They would have just showed up. They would just showed up as they were, as and it they, would have been. That's camp, fair, right? That's fair. No, I I think I think the people that we missed. I missed Rihanna. She always nails it. To oh me. She yes. does such a great. Job. I miss Beyonce. I, oh. I, and I love Beyonce down to the ground. But I mean Beyonce, it's beautiful. She gives you beauty on the on She's the not giving you camp. She's giving Gala. you beauty. Well, she means the themes over the years that she's shown oh, up Oh, she for. always looks she smashing. She always looks smashing. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. But Billy Porter gave it. He gave all. Some gave all. Billy Porter gave everything RuPaul and more. RuPaul was resplendent in I there, too. I love RuPaul. RuPaul. He was great. He looked great. I, I hang out with him. RuPaul. There Can you arrange for us looks. to be friends with RuPaul? Done. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be friends with RuPaul. That was amazing. I, I think Rue might be a big fan. But I of wanted Rue to come. You know, one thing with RuPaul, and I hope this doesn't Thank end our, our our best friendship, which I do right. want to be his Thank best you, friend. I wanted RuPaul to come as drag RuPaul. And that's yes. what I thought was going to happen. And at first I wasn't sure I was seeing RuPaul. But now here's the thing that I think is very fascinating. Thank RuPaul, you. I was just at the Stephen Colbert show, and RuPaul was a guest. And it said, um, coming up, Brian Cranston, RuPaul Charles. Mm. He's getting ready for his close-up, my show. love. Yeah. He's getting ready for his talk show. Yeah. Mm. So you're not going to see a lot of the... Right. Is that gonna the work? drag. Is that going to work? Because yes. people aren't used to RuPaul. Without... Got... Yes, they, they are. get ready. Really? Oh, yeah. He, does, uh, he does most of his interviews as, as RuPaul. Yes. As himself. Yes, mm-hmm. as himself. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. With the, he came mm-hmm. on our show without the makeup. You know what I just that, saw him recently? You know that celebrity seance show? The show where the guy is like a medium? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw him on that like last night. Which show? It's a show where... That little mom petite boy. The scared looking white boy. He's scared looking, but he does read your life, though. He does. Life. I'm playing with the devil. He had Bobby Brown play. on there last night. I'm playing with the I devil. With I watched. He, what he yeah. said about Bobby Christina? He's so he he <laughs> talked to Bobby Christina and Whitney. Brought them there? back from the dead. Who there? killed him? While we were there. While he was sitting there talking to Bobby Brown, he Lord. had a conversation. Any revelations with Bobby about Christina? their death? Did Bobby Christina's Bobby. boyfriend kill her? Ooh! Girl, move on. I'm just asking. I don't what think your boyfriend killed her. She killed herself. No, she was no, 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 depressed. no. The boyfriend did kill her. I think he was found what? culpable or something. But it's a, it's um. You mean Bobby civil. Christina or Whitney? Bobby Christina. Bobby Christina. Stop. Yes, Stop. her brother. No, we don't make up the story. It was oh, in the news. The well, okay, he let's talk about some people you didn't <laughs> Are you willing? You're so messy. What? That's, that's, that's not cute. Well, I'm moving you on. I'll make you move on. Tell us who you didn't like. What What did you not like? Did, are there any people you're willing to say that you just thought they missed? They, they were a hit, not a hit, but a miss. She said Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Aside from the body. No, no, not the Kim And her sister. The sister. No, I, the daughter. Yeah, I mean, the sisters. She didn't do it in a mean way, though. But in a lovely way. Yeah. I mean, we, we can like the person. She said they were like Vegas showgirls. <laughs> and I don't even like those girls, but um, <gasps> it's okay. Um, they have had so much surgery, though. They all look black. alike. Now. I can't. We're um, not even gonna go there. They all look alike now. Stop it. I don't even. You know what? I didn't really, and I did Wendy. So that's a is a show where we normally critique everybody. But when we talked about, I wasn't particularly dispassionate about. Yeah. Mm. Which is weird because normally there's some people we somebody ah! we like stop. <laughs> but I didn't but there was so, really. I think there was so much good. There yeah. were so many there was people a to lot focus of things on. To look yeah. at. Yes. There's a lot of good juicy things to yes. look at. Yes. It do was you, heartwarming. Do it's you lovely. think that the Met Gala as far as who's invited will continue in this direction of having more brown faces they involved? Have to. They, it, they have to because it just is what it is. Yeah. If you don't have us there, then what are you going to have? Mm. You know? 
I think it will be interesting, though, to see if we continue to want to attend. Mm. Hmm. Are there people who um, were invited but did not attend that you know of? You just, she just said Brown Sarah people? Jessica Parker. Well, oh, she didn't Brown say people. she wasn't invited, though. Mm. She just didn't say why she didn't. Y'all leave SJP out of it. Listen, um, um, I but um, there was, um, well, I, I, of course, the Queen Beyonce was invited. She didn't come. Yeah. Oh. But, of course, Rihanna was invited. She didn't come. Hmm. I'm not saying anything about right why they declined. Right. But you're just saying they were invited and they didn't come. I just wonder if there's something going on. Um, in the community where people are saying no 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 i just think that i think what i said about the oscar events yeah is like spot on hmm. that now we have our own fabulous things that we right. can go to right i'm not saying that we're not gonna go to met gala but i i think that you know there will probably be some incredible innovative person of color that will do something that is for us by us mm-hmm. and we will be like like a gay Like, for instance, the Vandy Fair party used to be the party to go to Oscar yeah, night. that's right. Mm-hmm. Now Jay-Z and Beyonce have a party. So people go, all the black celebrities breeze through Vandy Fair, do red carpet, and absolutely leave and go to Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like mm-hmm. you said, the, the black VIPs used to breeze through the black events. And then go to the main event. But now it's flipped. Mm. That's interesting. But that's beautiful. It's amazing. That's I a good that. thing, though. We oh, want it's that. a hell of a good thing. Yeah, we want that. Could I'm Harlem overjoyed. Fashion Row do something along these lines? It wouldn't be an entity like that. Okay. It okay. would have to be people, mm. humans. Got you. Got you. Like Jay Z and Beyonce doing mm. their Oscar. Like, what do they have to do with the Oscars? Right. But they are Jay Z and Beyonce. They just so want them anything there. they do, honey, right. the kids are going to want to go. It's like Elton John's Oscar party. That he has every year. Yes. Right? Yes. It's a party to go to. Another party party that used to be, but, yeah. And he was always very inclusive, but, you know, black folks. Now we got the Jay-Z and Beyonce party to go to, so chill. Oh, my God. Mm. we got to be better connected, honey. I got to get better. Baby, I got to hang out with y'all. We're not going to. Because, see, unlike you, I love a glam. I will sit there for two hours. Why can't we do it? Well, Joanne can't do it because she has children and a husband. I'm free because my dogs. You got a boyfriend and dogs. So that's just like having children and a husband. That is no different. It is not. It is no different. There is a time commitment to running the streets. Mm. So Mm. let's just Mm. be clear. Is it a sacrifice, do you think, to your personal life? No, 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 no. Is there a Mr. Bevy once you I leave, tell once us I about? leave this motherfucker, oh, excuse me. Once I leave, once I leave this place, I'll be in the streets. In the streets for myself, yes, not for yes. any entity except for the Bevy Smith. I tell you this: this now, can we say filthy things on this we show? We can, yes, ma'am. Please okay. feel free. It's grown and I want, and I want that. I want this to go out into the world because I do believe in manifestation. I believe that you have to say things because mm-hmm. words have power. Mm-hmm. I'm only interested in going to places for two reasons. Hmm. It's two Ds, dicks and dollars. Mm. And where were the dicks and the dollars at the Met Gala? All over. <laughs> there, was a, there was certainly none but money up in there. Yeah. Okay? And there was certainly a lot of straight men in there. Mm. So. At the Met Gala. Of course. Look at all the people that mm. were there. I would think all the men that were there were with significant others. No. Really? No. Because it seems like a lot of the men who went were either gay 
or mm. they were the guest of like J Lo and A Rod. No, you know what I mean. No. Kanye and Kim, no. they were couples. No, those just people who saw on the red carpet. Did you meet anybody? There's a whole bunch of other people. Did you, did you meet team? anybody? Did I meet anybody or did yeah. I know people there? Did you oh. meet someone? Did I meet people or did I know <laughs> uh -huh, people? Uh -huh. Did anything move did forward I, what romantically? I'm trying to say that, that I, I will never tell. I, don't, <laughs> I, I did not do reality TV for a reason because my personal life is just that. Ooh. But what I will say is that I had a great time. <laughs> Sip swan. I wish you could have seen that look. I love it. I love it. Well, Bevy, we have got to wrap it here. Oh, that was fun. It was. We Will love you come having back? you. Come back anytime. I mean, you guys have had to beg to get on here, so I feel so blessed. <laughs> and we can, we'll have wine for you, and we'll, we'll always have your evening started. This will be always. where you stop before Next you go to the cocktail. Next time have a piece of cheese, though. I just came we from might the We will have cheese for you. Yeah. We, we will, we'll take your I, order. Do, but no, vegan, we can't though. have cheese because the vegan don't eat cheese. Come on. I'm not, I don't have want a your vegan cheese, sister. You love that food that I had at that vegan dinner. You had amazing food at your vegan dinner, but that was... But it's not, it doesn't do well cold. You can't just say no, that. No, there's good, open. we can have it hot. There's vegan food right downstairs here at 30 Rock. Let's do it. Let me tell you, I, have a, I had a delicious uh, oh, here we go. rice bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. From Blue Ribbon Sushi downstairs. How would you have? It was delicious. It was brown rice. Mm -hmm. uh, mushrooms. Mushroom, mm -hmm. it, no, brown rice with mushrooms and eggplant. Okay. With this. Don't be turned off. It's like a pickled seaweed. It was oh, delicious no, with edamame yeah. and a tofu mm. that was like stir fried. Okay. It had flavors well, in it. Now you a little soy sauce and a, a sprinkle of edamame. You didn't have to get the tofu. I love it. it. it was Everything delicious. you just described is of wasabi, I mean. Wasabi. What I will say is this. That sounds like a wonderful meal. It was delicious. If I'm being forced to be a vegan. So <laughs> I would eat that at your dinner. You you loved that food at the dinner. I loved your dinner, darling. I did. I will never deny that. And you were, did you were you not full when you left? I was full. Satisfied. But didn't you I leave was. later have a steak? No. No, I didn't. She I didn't. didn't. You didn't go have a steak yet. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know what I did do? Yeah. I was cleansed. Wink wink. If you know what I mean. I yeah. Everything even, Jackie recommend make you poop. That is yes. not true. And you lose Although, weight when you poop, so I ain't against I pooping. I will say, lose I have never been more regular. I'm yeah. very regular on the, anyway. Well, mm -hmm. I'm even more so mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. color of the, you know what I mean? It's good. It's good color. Because all her food is green <laughs> because all she eats is lettuce and a sprig of parsley. Mm -hmm. And she'll be like, all I do is wake up in the morning, I throw a sprig of parsley into like, the blender, <laughs> and then I go and get 18 ingredients you can only buy at a Whole Foods on Mars. Right. And then I make this fabulous thing. It takes 40 minutes. It's fabulous. And then she's describing this as like a regular lifestyle. Right. Like exactly. a normal it's person. Like Meanwhile, she's doing the master cleanse. I did it, but it, I lost four pounds on it. Okay. Well, I just had a young and man on my show, Jorge, somebody... <laughs> And um, he has a cleanse that gets you to lose 12 pounds in seven days. I don't believe in hocus pocus. Though. I don't either. I don't tell her that because she's it. she will try anything. I, well. I don't Get believe in me. hocus pocus. Mm -mm. I do. Drain, you too smart. I think for that. slow and steadies is the way to go. Wins the race. And I, I will only do a diet that lets me have a glass of wine or some kind of prosecco or something. That I can't only go alcohol free. Yeah, I can't do that. no more, no more, Bevy. Baby, it's always you. great to have I you. Have the best the next time you come back, we will have food. We'll take the your next order. Next time I come back, I'm going to talk about my book. Yes. yes. When did your book What's come the out? name Ooh. of the book? Cannot tell. Okay. okay.
but we're making the big announcement in September. Okay. It's going to be a very fancy big announcement. Okay. I love it. I'm very fancy with my announcement. Yes. Will you talk about Sarah Jessica Parker and why she didn't go to the Met Gala in the book? I will Off not mic. talk about that in All my right. book. We love you, Bevy. We love, I love you. you guys. Thank Yay. you so much for having me. Thank Thanks you for, for coming. Being here. I'll sneak you the some best. cheese next time. Bevy Thank Smith, you. everybody. Mama. I'll have some <laughs> vegan cheese as well. Uh, you can real choose. Cheese. Real cheese, too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. All right. So that does it for this edition, this episode of Read This, Read That. Thank you for joining us. Yes. And whether you're skinny and gorgeous like Tyra Banks or full-figured and fabulous like everyone else that isn't Tyra Banks. Yes. We we love you, and we hope you guys will join us every week uh, for this fabulous show. You can also catch us when we're not here. You can catch Jackie Reed every single morning or every single afternoon on New York Live at 1130 a.m. Eastern if you're here in the New York area. If you're in uh, Boston, you can listen to Jackie Reed on The Hub today, Please which do. is at 12.30 p.m. every day. And, of course, the Tom Jordan Morning Show. And all of you guys uh, love the Tom Jordan Morning Show every Tuesday and Friday at 8.15 a.m. And, of course, Jackie Reed also is bringing you inside her story. Yes. Not history, but her story. Her every her Saturday story. at 2 p.m. EST. That's Eastern Standard Time. Yes. And Sundays at 9 a.m. on Sirius XM. So many jobs. So, so many you came on. And listen, we can catch my cousin Joanne on MSNBC. You know her as Joy Reed. Uh, this weekend at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday. And yes. I know it's going to be good, good, good stuff. Oh, we got a yes, whole lot happening it. this weekend because Donald Trump broke. He a loser and broke. And we just going to go all in about Your his show is like a Harvard class, girl. I got to take notes. <laughs> I'm like, who's the guest? Book references. It's yes. like, I love it. Well, it's like class. Week, the book references will be about my book. Joanne Reed's new book, The Man I'm Who Sold it. America, Trump yes. and the Unraveling of the American Story. Yes. So, so you're going to be able to pre-order starting this week. So everybody get ready to read, readers. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I want you. I need you in my life.